I think the Patriots have a shot. I just think I have to see it first. I think I have to see it first, Jordy. I have to see them. I have to see them make the Bills punt a couple times, and I'm like, okay, I can take a deep <laughs> breath. Just, just yeah, because because like, what's going to happen if Miles Bryant, who continues to get all these snaps on defense, lines up on Isaiah McKenzie again? Like, I'm already going to have I have PS, PTSD about that already, and I know I'm, the sweat's going to start dripping down my face when that happens. I'm like, we're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> It's Bills Week. Always so much fun to get into this matchup. We'll be breaking it down throughout the program. Are the Patriots a good bet? They're underdogs at home, but the line is actually moving in their favor here early in the week. We'll debate which side we're on here coming up a little bit later. But first and foremost, it's the Patriots Wire podcast. Welcome into the show. It's Ryan O'Leary here, joined by my friend Jordy McElroy. Jordy is the managing editor of USA Today's Patriots Wire. Jordy, how you doing, man? How was your long Thanksgiving weekend? I hope the Patriots didn't ruin it for you. I mean, well, the Patriots sort of ruined it for <laughs> me. And, but you know what? More, more so than them, the officials ruined it for me. Yes. But other than that, man, it was all right. I had some good turkey. Enjoyed the time with the family. It was it was good, man. How about you? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, yeah, a lot of the family thing. It was just kind of chaos all day. Tons of family, like babies, all that. It was crazy. But then at the end of the night, it was just me, my dad, and my brother on the couch watching the game, totally invested, having beers. Like that was, I haven't done that in a long time. Like just like watched it as a fan, just one game's on, no distractions, no babies running around. It was just like just us three on the couch for the rest of the night. And it was, it was really fun. And I thought the Patriots gave the Vikings everything, right? They threw, they traded haymakers. The offense was like shot out of a cannon all of a sudden. It was really entertaining. Uh-huh. It was a really fun, good game. Uh, but I agree with you. The officiating uh, kind of ruined it. And, uh, and and that's kind of where I want to start, right? Let's start here, right? And I know the correct answer here, Jordy, is like some combination of the two, uh, these two extremes, right? And we're going to be talking about both extremes. But work with me here, right? If I made you pick one, which one, which extreme is was you know more uh, has more merit, I guess, after this game against the Vikings? Did the Patriots botch this game? With self-inflicted wounds, or did they get jobbed by the ref? Right, like the refs. Which one? Which one holds more merit, in your opinion? I mean, I mean, honestly, I don't want to sound like I have. I mean, I don't want to sound like sour grapes here, but you know, the officiating was really bad in this game. I mean, it was it was really really bad. Now, obviously, you know, they basically they give a they give a free touchdown to um, Kane and Wangwu who basically returned a kick return for a touchdown. On, and there was that obvious hold on Kyle Duggar during that play. No doubt. So, I mean, so, yeah, for me, I'm going to – and I hate to do this. I really do because, obviously, the Patriots, they made a lot of mistakes. You know, they, I'm not I'm not letting them off the hook. If they would have played better, you know, some things might have gone their way. So, you know, there's there's really no right or wrong answer here. But I'm going to put the officiating – I'm going to put their feet to the fire here. It was an awful officiated game. And I can tell you right now, so like when I'm out in the field and I'm working, right, I'm like the most, I'm the most calm person ever because I'm holding everything on the inside and I look like I don't, you know, I just look like I don't really care. I'm just there to do my job. But when I'm at home on Thanksgiving, you know, got to play the turkey and, and some dressing in front of me, Ryan, and <laughs> sitting there with, with a cold beer watching the game. I'm excited a little bit, you know, get, getting my fan juices going sure. as well, even yeah. though I'm working still. Yeah. Good night for yeah, you. Yeah, dude. Ron, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to smash my television. It was one of those nights. I was really, really, really frustrated with some of the officiating. And obviously, yeah, the holding, the holding call that will, the hold that wasn't called, um, 
for on Cal Duggar was just absolutely ri- ridiculous. It's like right there in front of the camera. Like I don't understand how the officials didn't see that, but. But you know what? They didn't see that, but they can somehow see everything else on the field. And then obviously the Mac Jones face mask penalty. I mean, damn, dude. Freaky. I mean, he just, Daniel Hunter freaking grabs his face mask and he rips him around like the incredible Hulk that he is because that's a very, very strong and intimidating man. So he, he grabs his face mask, turns Mac Jones around like he wants to say, hey there, buddy, I'm about to tackle you here. And the, the officials, they don't see that either. Max over here yelling at the officials like, hey, he grabbed my mask. And they're just kind of like, yeah, we didn't see it, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's terrible. And that ended the drive late in the game as well. So it's just they've got to be better. And, I mean, obviously on the Patriots side of the things, you know, they, they didn't do they didn't do well either. They made a lot of mistakes like I'm sure you're about to get into here in a second. But there's just a lot of bad calls, man. Just I mean, just left a real bad taste in my mouth. I hate to see it, and it makes me think, uh, you know, Belichick had come out not too long ago, and he had said that he believed that every play should should, should be able to, to, to be, you know, overturned or challenged, you know, if, if assuming you have the challenges to, to, to challenge a call, and I completely agree with him on that. Like, you know, you see a play like that, and you're just supposed to just let it go just because of human error. You know, I hate that. I hate when people are like, oh, you know, human error is a part of the game. Yeah, that's fine when your team is winning, but when your team gets the short end of the stick and it happens multiple times in a game that has huge playoff ramifications, it's freaking annoying. So, yeah, I'm obviously a little annoyed this morning, but it is what it is, Ryan. It is what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, th- it was so bad that a week removed, almost a week removed, uh, Jordy, as we're talking here, we're supposed to be looking ahead to the Bills, but we can't. We still can't get over this game, right? We can't get over it. And I don't even know if you mentioned the Hunter, Hunter Henry overturn when, when you're going through nope. all the things that yep. that pissed you off. And that play, that that Hunter Henry touchdown overturn, where you're you're just fired up that they scored, they took the lead. I mean, man, what a, what a response, right? After the you know after that kick return touchdown, right? That was the Hunter Henry driver. They went right back down and answered. And I'm like, ooh, oh man, we have something here. We have this is. The Patriots have like turned a corner. What is this? What is who is this team? What is this offense? Like I was yep. so fired up in that commercial break, and they showed the replay, and I'm like, oh, that's a catch. We're fine. Uh, and they go into the replay, and then they come back and overturn it. And I was like, huh? What? And I know the commentators <laughs> are saying it's going to get overturned, but that's Tony Dungy and Jason Garrett. And I'm like, shut up, guys. You guys are idiots. I'm, exactly. I'm not listening to you guys. But man, the Hunter Henry overturn that play has like lived on a loop in my head for the entire weekend, Jory. I, it affected me more than a play has in probably since the Brady days. Like I, I can't remember going to bed that annoyed about a play and like consuming that much like content after the game. And then the next day, like hearing what people are going to say about it. Like, I don't know. I just can't get, how is that not a touchdown? It's just so freaking annoying. And it changed the game. And, and again, you were going through some of those calls, like the, the missed holding on Duggar, the missed face mask on Mac. You'd even mention that Hunter Henry touchdown. That, that should have been a touchdown, yeah. right? So that's how bad the refs were. Uh, but I mean, what's a catch? What's a catch? Oh, God, we don't I know. mean, we, you need a freaking know. science degree to discover what a catch is now, right? It's, it's unbelievable. ridiculous. It's unbelievable. I think, you know, when we were watching the replay and they started to talk on the broadcast, Jordy, like it was going to like it was probably going to get overturned. I said, all right, well, it's still the Patriots ball, though, because he caught it and it didn't touch the ground. So it's on the half yard line. Then fine. We'll just punch it in. I could not believe they called it incomplete. It just unbelievable. Again, I could we could do a whole show on that play. It's almost a week ago now. Uh, but I just think, you know, I understand. I'm with you. The refs were freaking terrible. Uh, I, I can't believe they... The missed holding call on Duggar, that call is like on 
60 or 70 percent of the, the returns there's always that uh-huh. hole that it always gets flagged i don't know how they didn't see that 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 play always happens that flag always comes out so yeah and then the face mask like there's a ref that's supposed to be like watching the quarterback the entire time i i don't know i don't know how they miss these but still the patriots they can't escape culpability for the loss right they just can't uh they the struggles in the red zone continued we talked when we did our you know, how could the Patriots actually make a Super Bowl run, Jordy? We said they had to figure out the red zone. And I know they got robbed of that Hunter Henry no. play, but they went over three. End up kicking Nick Folk field goals inside the 23 times. That's just yeah. that. I hate that. I hate kicking those short field goals. And it's just so brutal. Uh, you wrote about this on Patriots Wire. Horrible clock management at the end of both mm-hmm. halves. The one at the, at the end of the game was so bad. It looked like they had no idea what to do. Uh, it, Mac. Yeah. Like you can't take a sack on first. Like you're looking for, to get a chunk play over the middle on first down there. Instead, we take a sack. It's like okay, ball game. We just lost. We had 53 seconds, uh, but we just lost because you can't get sacked there. It's just like you can't. That's just the one thing you can't do. Uh, and then you know, guys just not getting it. Like no, no situational awareness at the end of the first half too. And we had to settle for a field goal. So the clock management terrible. Uh, and then. 15-yard penalties that the refs didn't miss on Jonathan Jones, right? Two 15-yarders. The Pats only had six penalties for 55 yards. Uh, two of them mm-hmm. were 15-yarders. Those were brutal. Helped bolster Vikings drives. But I think the most egregious blunder of the game, Jordy, out of, when we, we talk about all this stuff, the most egregious one that I think is like the main culprit here that they lost, and I think it's more than any call the officials made or whatever. I think the, the number one thing, the reason I say the Patriots – it was them blowing it more than the refs jobbing them. Pierre Strong. The Pierre Strong yeah. penalty. I thought that changed the game. Yeah. I thought that changed the game. I thought they could have over... The Pats could have overcome the other crap if Pierre Strong just didn't run into the kicker's leg um, on that, uh, I guess, that attempted block. Because the Patriots had just got to stop. They were they you know came to the, the, you know, the sideline, was into it. The offense had looked good. They were about to get the ball back. Uh, fourth quarter, 11 minutes left, tie game. Like, here we go. The Patriots have a shot here. And you run into the kicker. The Vikings get that big 36-yard play to uh, Jefferson. That was the one where uh, McCourty came in and crushed him, and he held on. Just great play by Jefferson. <laughs> and the Vikings take the touchdown, score the touchdown there, and it, you knew it was over, right? You just knew it was over. As fun as that game was to watch, after that flag, where the Patriots are going to get the ball back, Jordy, tie game, chance to go take the lead and win the game. That penalty that extended the Vikings drive, and they got the score. That's the one that's like, I can't get out of my head. I think that is the most egregious thing that happened on the day. Just so self-inflicted. You just didn't have to do that. Uh, just let them punt you the ball. Like, just let them punt it to you and take the ball and go. Your offense was playing good football. And I just thought that took the yeah. air out of the balloon. So that's that's why I pick Patriots over refs, I guess. But I understand where you're coming but, from. But I can't get over the Pierre Strong play either. That one, that one sucked. It's so bad, man. And I mean, it's just, you know, as, as soon as it happened, the first thing I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh my goodness, like Pierre Strong, he's probably done for the season, right? He's ne- <laughs> Bill's never going to let him out of the doghouse dog for this. House. Yep, doghouse. He's kept people in the doghouse for, for doing far less worse than that. But it's, I mean, yeah. And I mean, that, that's kind of been a, that's kind of been a going thing for this Patriots team. They've, they've been a little sloppy throughout this season, you know, earlier in the year, obviously with the penalties and, you know, Isaiah Wynn being the, being the primary culprit of, of, of the penalty penalties and stuff on the team. But obviously, you know, Mac Jones early on throwing the interception, he looked like he kind of cleaned, he's cleaned that up here in recent weeks. And hopefully he can keep, keep doing that here coming Thursday. He's going to have to, 
but but yeah, like like plays plays like Pierre Strong. We've seen that we've seen that more often than we're used to seeing it from this from this Patriots team. You know, the Patriots they might not be the best team out there, but normally they're a little bit more buttoned up than this. And and maybe maybe it's because of youth. You know, they're 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 a lot younger now. There's not you know they don't. They still have guys like a Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater over there, and those guys are great leaders or whatnot. But you know, you you don't have a Tom Brady anymore. You know, it's not it's not an older team that we're normally used to seeing. This is Belichick's letting some younger guys play. He's letting letting some rookies get out there and play. And obviously, Pierre Strong he goes out there and he makes a big mistake like that, and that that kind of comes with the territory of playing younger guys. And you know, and then obviously Miles Bryant he has he has the boneheaded penalty as well. It's just. There's a lot going on with this team, and it's just really frustrating as a fan when you see you see the potential. You know they were they were in that game. You know you called it a heavyweight slugfest early earlier in the show, and that's exactly what it was. This was Tyson versus Holyfield, or at least it felt like. You know these these teams were really getting after each other and and, and putting up some serious points on the board here. And you know the Patriots they just come up short due to due to bad officiating, obviously due to themselves just. Just, just stupid boneheaded blunders, and hopefully they can get that cleaned up for for this Thursday night matchup. They'll have to. Yeah, it's like Tyson versus Holyfield. Only Tyson bites off Holyfield's ear, and the ref doesn't see it. Right, <laughs> he just doesn't throw the flag, and we keep on playing. Right, that's basically what it was. Uh, yeah, because yeah, as as much as I want to say the Patriots are the the main culprit here, when Mac Jones throws for three hundred and eighty two, three eighty two yeah. for Mac Jones. Whoa. 382, Jordy, no turnovers. We would have said, oh, the Patriots probably won that game, right? They didn't turn it over, and they threw for 382. They had over 400 yards of offense. Holy crap. So I think that's another thing that stuck with me, right? As much as that Hunter Henry overturn has just, I've lost sleep, and all the officiating blunders and all the mistakes the Patriots made on the the fact that they could have won that game and didn't uh, has bothered me and stuck with me. I'm trying to hold on to the fact that the offense was just noticeably better, Jordy. They were shot out of a freaking cannon. What the hell happened, right? Why was Mac Jones so much better in this game, right? Is he just healthier? Uh, I I noticed his feet. That's one thing I noticed. I noticed his feet. He was just like really looked confident in what they were calling and the blocking up front. I mean, we talked about the offensive line. All five of those guys that we knew were going to have to play, they played the entire way. They didn't get hurt. Thank God there's no one behind them and they all, they all held up just fine. So that was a good job by those offensive linemen that were in there, you know, minus Isaiah Wynn. And of course, uh, who, who am I missing? Isaiah Wynn and David Andrews, the big one, David Andrews. Uh, But Mac Jones, I just thought he looked so comfortable. It's like he was setting his feet, kind of standing like he would set his feet, stand like a statue had good movement in the pocket. He just looked great. And he was throwing the ball right on time. I mean, the offense looked awesome. What what happened, Jordy? Why was the offense so noticeably better? Why was Mac Jones so much better in this game than he has been in the last few weeks? I mean, it's it's kind of crazy, you know. He went he went from bad Mac to to kind of looking like Tom Brady on a couple plays in there. It's Seriously. like, who is this? Who's this guy? Um, man, it was it was an incredible turnaround for Mac Jones, you know. And I'm I'm not I don't want to poo poo the effort, obviously, because Mac has kind of been he's kind of been on the up and up here in the last few games. But you know, obviously that. That Vikings defense is terrible as well on the back end. But to your point, man, you know, you're down two offensive linemen. And I can tell you right now, that Vikings defensive front is nasty with Daniil um, Hunter and Zadarius Smith up front. Those boys can get after a quarterback. And Mac had some heat on him, but he was getting rid of the ball. He looked 
He looked comfortable. He got rid of the happy feet. He wasn't dancing in the pocket anymore. You know, I think a lot of it's to do with health. You know, he's he's finally feeling healthy. And then obviously a lot of his time too, you know, like you come into the season with, with Matt Patricia as your offensive play caller and, you know, a lot's changed. You lose Josh McDaniels and, you know, everything's just kind of crazy at first and they're trying to figure everything out. Like people just expect this stuff to just come together on the fly, but it obviously doesn't work that way. You know, Matt Patricia, he's learning, he's learning to be an offensive play caller. That's not, that is not his forte. Like, that's, that's not what he does. He's a defensive guy, mostly. So he's learning. Mac is learning. He has a new offensive play caller. Like, and then they're learning together. And then you factor in him getting knocked out week three, you know, in that Baltimore Ravens game, and he's absent for multiple games, and the whole Bailey Zappi stuff happens. And then he comes back in. You know, that all, all that factors into those struggles. But it seems like now Mac Jones, he looks comfortable. He looks like he's finally starting to settle into the offense. I love that they're finally using play action. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, what took him so long? Here we go. You know, you saw more of it. And he's able to hit guys in stride. And it obviously helps when, you know, a Ramondre Stevenson is running as well as he's running. You know, it opens up a lot of things. So, yeah, Mac just looks – he looks completely comfortable in the offense. He's not forcing anything downfield. He's, 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 he's better with his eyes, and he's just – he's picking his targets, and he's, and he's taking whatever the defense gets, gives him. Now, obviously, it's not perfect. I mean – you mentioned it earlier in the show. There were a few times where he held onto the ball for far too long, and he's taking a sack. Where you know, buddy, you can't you can't have that. You know, <laughs> the game's on the line. You, oh. you can't give up a big sack. You got to throw the football away in these situations. So he's got to improve on that. There were a couple plays too where you know, yeah, he was standing there like a statue, but sometimes he was standing there too much like a statue. He's like, hey, Mac, you can step up into the pocket and step into your throws and make a play happen. Like you got to kind of be be aware of everything that's around. You and, and and obviously that's incredibly hard to do, and that's what the greats do, and that's something I expect Mac to get better at and to improve at with time. But you have to feel optimistic and and and, and really you got to really like what you saw from him in that game. You know, he, the guy throws for nearly 400 yards on the road against the Minnesota Vikings, and you know, and I've, I've still seen some hate for him, and I'm just like, I mean, what's he supposed to do? You, you, you're missing two offensive linemen, and you play a game like that, and obviously you look at the receiving core, you know, Mac Jones isn't out here throwing to Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, K.J. Osborne, T.J. Hawkinson, you know, <laughs> and Jacoby Myers is his best guy. So, I mean, it's it's an impressive effort, and it, it, it gives me at least, at least, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit, at least a glimmer of hope heading his into this big time Buffalo Bills game. Yeah, I think Jordy likes the Patriots in this game against the Bills. So we're going to get his take on that here coming up. Uh, but yeah, 39 pass attempts for Mac against what, 12 rush attempts for the running backs, Damian Harris before he got hurt, and then Ramadre Stevenson. They only rushed well, it 12 times with the backs. They threw it 39 times. Uh, Mac averaged 9.8 yards per completion. They just came out, and like we said earlier, Jordy, they traded haymakers. They went toe to toe with the Vikings and they showed they could do it. And I just think it kind of goes back to some of the conversations we had earlier in the season. I, I mean, uh, Mac is starting. He's still getting hate, right? There's still the zappy people out there. They're never going to disappear when you have that. When you're take committed for Bailey Zappi, you're just going to keep finding excuses. Like we, we know how that works, right? We know how that yeah. works. You're going to keep finding a way to, to bolster your own take and you're not going to change, which is fine. But I think this is the proof we needed. Like, we got it. Like, we got the improved offensive line play, right? They they held up just fine. Like I said, Mac uh-huh. wasn't getting hit. He wasn't getting pressured nearly as much. 
and improved line play plus a more confident, maybe healthier Mac Jones equaled the Patriots' best chance to win, right? Because what we saw on Thursday night was the best the offense has looked all season. It was the most dynamic the offense have looked. It was the most attacking the offense has looked. They had the Vikings on their heels at times. Uh, it was just good. It was just really good. Uh, so I think we... <laughs> Mac might be getting flack still, Jordy, but come on. Like, with what we saw on Thursday night shows you right there that why Mac Jones should have been QB1, why we were right to say through all the zappy exactly. thing, no, it's Mac's job when he's healthy. I mean... I think we're on the right side of history there. Now, people can argue that, but I think we're on the right side of history. It, clearly, after Thursday night, how can you say the Patriots' best chances with Mac Jones and that the problems were the offensive line and his health, <laughs> right? And once those two things are cleaned up a little bit uh, and he gets healthier, now we, st- we start to see the results. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is, this, is a guy that, this is a guy that made the Pro Bowl in his rookie season. You know, people just people just kind of brush brush right over that they act, they act like you know that that doesn't matter. That, that's an incredible feat for a guy like Mac Jones to be stepping into a Patriots organization. It was kind of handed the reins over over to him, you know, from the very start. I mean, and then you know, you talk about this season. We just talked about everything that Mac Jones has gone through. Like that's he's not going to come in here and just pick back up where he left off. Like things are just so rocky with the situation in New England, and it's going to take time, but. You, you have to like what you're seeing from him here recently. You know, he hasn't thrown a game. He hasn't thrown, he, he hasn't thrown a pick in like the last three games, I believe. So, I mean, it's just, he's, he's starting to turn it around. He's starting to look better. And he's starting to look like that, that 2021 version, you know, the, the first round pick that the Patriots hoped that they would get when they, when they went and they drafted him. All right. It was much better on Thursday night. Uh, good enough though, to beat the bills. Good enough to go toe-to-toe with the Bills and beat that team on Thursday Night Football again at home. We're going to start breaking that game down right after this. But first, let's set our fantasy lineups with the Huddle.com. This is the Typico Sportsbook Fantasy Minute. Let's make this interesting. Interesting. Corey Benini here with the Huddle.com to bring you strong plays for week number 13. Quarterback Mike White at Minnesota Vikings. White took over for Zach Wilson last week and proved to be the right decision with 315 yards and three touchdown strikes. On the year, Minnesota ranks as the fourth weakest defense versus quarterbacks, and six managed 23-plus fantasy points against Minnesota. Five quarterbacks have thrown multiple touchdown passes versus this defense, and they've all come in the last six weeks. As the Jets look to keep pace, White likely will be asked to throw all day long in this one. Seattle Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker at Los Angeles Rams. Walker's two-touchdown showing versus the Raiders was overshadowed by a career day from Josh Jacobs. The rookie back has averaged fewer than two yards per carry in consecutive games, however. Against the Rams, running backs have averaged the eighth-fewest rushing yards per game, but the eighth-highest scoring frequency on the ground since Week 7. Don't be scared off by the name value of the Rams' defense. It's a stellar matchup for aerial success, too, which ups Walker's value just a nudge. New England Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers versus the Buffalo Bills. Myers has no more than 62 yards in any of the last six contests, and he hasn't scored in three straight. Mr. Consistent has exactly 9.2 or 9.4 PPR points in three straight games, though. That's a pretty nice floor. Buffalo has given up huge numbers to the position of late, and we've seen seven wideouts go for double-digit PPR returns since Week 7. All but one were good for 16-plus PPR points, and this matchup is 47% better than average over the last three games. Myers should be a strong PPR wide receiver three. 
Los Angeles Chargers tight end Gerald Everett versus the Las Vegas Raiders. After missing a week with a groin injury, Everett returned to catch all four of his targets, but he managed a laughable 18 total yards. He hasn't scored in six straight games, but is a pretty good play against a Raiders defense that has given up neutral stats for receptions and yardage in the last five weeks. On the year, this is a top seven matchup in PPR scoring, and Everett contributed three catches, 54 yards, and a touchdown in the week one contest. And that's the aim here. Gamble on him for a touchdown. He's a pretty decent play overall. For more award-winning fantasy football news, tips, and advice, please be sure to check out thehuddle.com. That was your typical sportsbook fantasy minute. Win your fantasy football league with thehuddle.com and use them to dominate player prop bets at Typico Sportsbook. For a limited time, new Typico Sportsbook users in Colorado and New Jersey from this podcast will enjoy a special welcome bonus. Get your bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. See typico.com for terms and conditions. 21 plus only gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. All right, we're back. Uh, Jordy, I want to get your take on this game against the, the Bills. Um, maybe your, your leadoff thought, just your gut reaction to this game. Now, you mentioned earlier that you kind of you kind of like the Patriots' chances in this ball game, and I think the odds makers are, or the betting public might be siding with you because this game was at five points, I believe, for a while. Uh, uh, Monday, it was five points basically all day on Tipico Sportsbook. Now it's at four and a half. So the line is moving towards the Patriots' favor at home against this Bills team. A Bills team that doesn't feel quite right, right? Like, let's be honest. This Bills team, it doesn't quite feel right. I mean, they looked really, really happy to survive the Lions on Thanksgiving. You know, they, I mean, to get that field goal at the end, you see Josh Allen's reaction with Stefan Diggs, the way they were embracing. It's like, holy crap. I mean, they, it was like they survived a gauntlet. It was freaking Lions, guys. Wow. They really, I mean, you guys were really feeling good about yourselves after that win over the Lions, weren't you? So I, I, I don't know how to feel about this Bills team. I do have some worry, which I'll get into, but give me your gut reaction, Bills Patriots, and this line at four and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like that line a lot. Like I'm 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 taking the Patriots with that line, you know. It's and even even if you think even if you think the Bills would beat would beat the Patriots, you know, I, I expect it to be a closer scoring game. You know, they're they're not going to come. I don't see them coming into into Gillette Stadium and and basically steamrolling over the Patriots because they just they just haven't looked right. Like something something's off about this Bills team. They don't look like they don't look like that that same juggernaut that you know kicked the doors down at the at the beginning of the season and ran over the defending Super Bowl champions. They just they look completely different. You know, I mean, you just you just alluded to it. That that Detroit Lions game, like Josh Allen looked like he had the weight of the world lifted when they won that game. It's just, it, yeah, against Detroit, and you know the same Detroit team that got shut, they got shut out by the Patriots. Um, it's just, I don't know. It was it was a weird game. And then before that game against the Cleveland Browns, I mean, you're you're playing the Browns with Jacoby Myers. You know, he throws for 324 passing yards and three touchdowns on you. Like, what? What is that? You know, that's mostly a running team, and they're they're out here slinging it on you. I mean, so I would like to think if Jacoby Myers and the Cleveland Browns can line up against the Buffalo Bills defense and they can sling it, then I'd like to think the Patriots can do the same, building off of what they showed us against the Minnesota Vikings. You have to think the Patriots are incredibly desperate here. Like, they, they, they really need this game. They, they need to win this game in a big way. This is a playoff game for them. Um, so I expect them to come in into, into this game fired up. You know the, the Bills. They won't have Von Miller. 
on the other side of the ball. That's a big loss for them. Um, he's dealing with an injury over there, and they've also been dealing with a lot of sickness in their locker room here recently. You know, it's just it's that weird year, weird flu season, a lot of stuff's going around. So they're battling that a little bit. And, you know, you're, you're basically coming in here limping in another tough road game against a Patriots team that, that really needs this victory. And, I, I, and the, the biggest concern that I would have for the Patriots, I'm still I'm a little concerned with the defense, which is shocking to say, right? Because the defense has basically carried the Patriots this entire season. You know, obviously they didn't have a good game against the Vikings, but for the most part, the defense has been the strength of the team. But for them to be facing this Bills offense that has a plethora of weapons, and obviously they've struggled against mobile quarterbacks. Justin Fields came in there and he ran up and down the field on the Patriots defense, and then and that was that was before Lamar Jackson, you know, made easy work of them so yeah I kind of I'm kind of concerned about these mobile quarterbacks and Kirk Cousins you know Kirk Cousins he, he can scramble around a little bit and make some plays on the move you know obviously he's not as electric as the previous two but he can still move around a little bit but mobile quarterbacks they give the Patriots problems and then you you bring in Josh Allen who's arguably you know the best quarterback in the league him or him or Pat Mahomes right now both have been absolutely ridiculous and this is a concern for this Patriots defense and they're going to have their work cut out for them they're going to have to be more disciplined and you know and and, and not, not providing a lot of escape opportunities for Josh Allen you know Matt Matt Judon he's already alluded to it in in a press conference on Monday they're, they're just going to have to be a lot more you have to be just patient and just just you know more responsible with with doing their job you know as they often say but 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 in the end Josh Allen he's turned the ball over he's thrown seven interceptions in his last five games that's a concern and you're going against a Patriots defense that you know they 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 feast on turnovers. This is what they do. They make things happen. And being at home, being desperate, I, I expect for the offense to continue to move the ball, continue to make plays. I expect for the Buffalo Bills to respond in some way. But I do think in the end, I think the Patriots defense, they're going to make some plays on Josh Allen. They're going to force some turnovers. And and, and the Bills are going to continue to look shaky. And the Patriots are, go, are going to get a much-needed win here you know, because they're probably not winning in Buffalo later. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Patriots at home here. Take the points. I like it, man. I like, I like the confidence, even though, <laughs> even if I don't have the same confidence you do, Jordy, I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> uh, I think if they do that, right, if the defense comes out, shuts down Josh Allen, gets some turnover, shuts down that Bills offense, and the Patriots win this ball game. statement, even at home, huge statement, huge statement win for the team, right? That would just be... It would be an announcement that they're not done and that they're in it. Uh, I just don't know. I just don't know if I trust they're going to be able to do that, right? And because Josh Allen, even if his, even if he's not right, and even if his elbow isn't quite healthy on his throwing arm there, and I know this is annoying to Patriots fans, but I'm just the cynic in me can't help but go over the quarterbacks the Patriots have have dominated, and that is Mitch Trubisky, Jared Goff, Jacoby Brissett, Zach Wilson twice. How's it going, Zach? <laughs> How's life on the couch, Zach? You're just like us. You're just like us now, Zach. Uh, and Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger, right? Those are the quarterbacks the Patriots have shut down. They just got beat by Kirk Cousins. I mean, yeah. Cousins had. I mean, Cousins freaking torched us with Justin Jefferson, right? And I can't. I can't stop thinking about that, right? They got torched by Justin Jefferson. You would think going in, uh, you know, we said, well, the Bills got torched by Justin Jefferson. They lost to the Vikings, but that's not going to happen to the Patriots. We have Bill Belichick. He's going to take away Justin Jefferson, right, Jordy? Right? Uh, not so much. Man. That guy's a freaking machine. 
Holy crap. I he's mean, the best in the league. It, I've, I've been saying it. He's the best. It's fun to I watch a whole is. game of him when you kind of see why he has nine catches for 140 yards of touchdowns. It seems every week, like you see it. It's like, holy yeah. crap. He did just fly right over the middle of the field through three defenders and caught the ball, took a hit, and he's fine. Like, and he, I mean, he is ridiculous, that guy. But we did get torched by Jefferson and Cousins, and now we get to deal with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie, Gabe Davis, that offense. That offense that really shredded the Patriots twice last year uh, after that <laughs> hurricane game, right? They shredded the Patriots at the end of the season. Then they really torched them in the playoffs to the oh, tune gosh. of not punting, right? Uh, and I just... 80 points. Yeah, yeah. 80 and, points and no punts. Yeah, 80 points, no punts. All right, I can't get that out of my head. So we got to deal with that this week with Stefan Diggs and those guys. And then after that, you have DeAndre Hopkins when the Patriots play the Cardinals. You have Devontae Adams when the Patriots play Vegas. You got Jamar Chase and T. Higgins when the Pats play the Bengals. Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle again when the Patriots play the Dolphins, which is a much better team than that Dolphins team we saw in week one. And then finally Diggs again in this Bills team again in Buffalo, as you said, Jordy. Like that, we're going to see a lot of good quarterback play and a lot of good receivers, like, you know, in the mold of Justin Jefferson. Maybe not as good. Uh, I think Stefan Diggs is in that conversation, but, you know, upper echelon number one receivers that you would hope the Patriots could take away if they have an elite defense. And watching how they played against Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, I don't have a lot of faith that they can do that, right? So I feel like I got to see it first. I'm with you. I think the Bills aren't right. And I I hear you, you made a great point with Vaughn Miller being out. We know he's not playing in this game. So that's, I guess, good news for the Patriots. The You see the headlight on Patriots wire. Bills locker room ravaged with illness leading into Patriots game. So that's not good for the Bills. Never mind the fact that they were without Tremaine Edmonds, a really important uh-huh. linebacker for them, Greg Rousseau. AJ Epinesa. So it's not just Von Miller. It's a lot of their pass rushers are out. They like to rotate their pass rushers, but they're going to be down. You know, they're going to be down a few guys in this game, probably. So obviously, Micah yeah. Hyde remains on IR, their safety. So, like, they've got some issues over there. Uh, they, uh, definitely. I think the Patriots have a shot. I just think I have to see it first. I think I have to see it first, Jordy. I have to see them. I have to see them make the Bills punt a couple times, and I'm like, okay. I can take a deep <laughs> breath. Yeah, because because like what's going to happen if Miles Bryant, who continues to get all these snaps on defense, lines up on Isaiah McKenzie again? Like I'm already going to have I have PTSD about that already, and I know I'm, the sweat's going to start dripping down my face when that happens. I'm like, we're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> so for that reason, I think if this line keeps moving in the Patriots' favor, if it moves to like four or something, if it keeps going down. I would probably take the Bills to cover. I I think I feel that scared about the matchup until I see it, and especially if Miles Bryant's out there with a lot of snaps, because you know the Bills are smart enough and Josh Allen's smart enough to go after that guy. They did it over and over again last year. So yeah. those are my fears, Jordy. That's why I would take the Bills. So I can't I can't quite get there because I'm a, just a nervous fanboy. So please talk me out of it. I know you tried earlier. I'm not quite there yet. So like, talk me out of it. Why why should I really take the Patriots? Because Miles Bryant versus Isaiah McKenzie again. Do you feel good about that matchup? I mean, why? Why is Miles Bryant so like? It's I, killing me, man. You know what? That, that's right. That, that's one of the biggest mysteries of this entire season is how Miles Bryant has gotten as many snaps as he's got. Bill, Bill loves I him. mean, it's, it's something, right? I mean, goodness, man. I mean. It, Pierre Strong, whatever you're doing, you probably need to learn from Miles Bryant from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> Considered after after the after the the big blunder that you Seriously. made against the Minnesota Vikings, uh, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know why Miles Bryant's still out there. I'd like to see Marcus Jones get in there a little bit more. It's just 
it's just kind of this weird thing. But if you need me to talk you out of it, Ryan, that's what I'm here for, right? I have yes. I have the I have the one thing. This right here, you know, I've, I've had this hit in my pocket a little bit. I was like, you know, Ryan, Ryan might not, he might not agree with me, but as soon as I pull this one out, I'll give it to Ryan would be it. like, I see it your way, Jordan. I, I need see it, it your it way. Me, this is it. Please. This is it. Red jerseys, Ryan. Ooh. Red jerseys. Oh, are we doing the throwbacks in this one? They're doing the throwbacks oh, this week. It's wow. throwback week. Ooh. Yes. And the Patriots have been red hot when they're wearing those jerseys. They're 10 and 3. So, red jerseys. Buffalo coming to coming to Gillette Stadium. I'm expecting that crowd to be incredibly hyped. I'm expecting the offense to continue to roll over a over a Bills defense that is just that is not what it was. I'm Injury. sorry. Yep. Injuries. Yeah. If Jacoby Brissett is freaking slinging it around on you, not to knock that guy. I love Jacoby Brissett. He's a great player. You know, if he's slinging it around on you, come on now. Mac Jones in the offense, they got to be able to be able to do something out there against that defense. So I expect the offense to make some plays against them. And then, you know, obviously the biggest concern, we keep going back to it, is is, is on the defensive side. But if Josh Allen, if turn the ball over, you know, a time or two, he's been doing it the last few weeks. I mean, he's he's been turning the ball. He turned it over a lot in the, in the previous game against the Lions. So this is this is something that's happening. He has some turnover issues right now. It, it's a strange thing. But being on the road in a tough environment against a division rival, the Jets have beat them. I can see the, the Patriots can do the same at home in a game that they must win. They need this game. They're going to win. I see. I see Bill, Bill Belichick giving them the, giving them the pregame speech. You know, getting everybody riled up. I see them coming out in those red jerseys, and I see them doing doing what they need to do and handling their business at home against a tough Buffalo Bills team. But that's as far as I can take you because you know the rest of the schedule is incredibly scary. But we'll <laughs> deal with that as it comes. But I yes. think they beat the Bills on Thursday night in an upset. One week at a time, Jordy. Right, one week at a yes. time. Uh, Got to do our job. Yeah, that's what. It, what's Bill's speech, men? Do your job, and you'll win the football game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's That's go, it. let's go. <laughs> I do feel better. Thank you. I do Cuban feel better. Jovi. I feel better. I feel better. So, it's Pat Patriot. It's Pat Patriot on Thursday night with the with the helmet and everything. Is yes. that right? Yeah. Okay. That's wow. That's I didn't. I I overlooked that. I'm so glad you said yes. that, Jordy. All right, Pat Jody. Patriot's in the house. We we need that. We need everything we can get. Uh, and yeah, the Bills are banged up. I mean, them not having Von Miller. That's got to be a good thing for the Patriots and their struggling offensive line, right? Like they should be easier to block yes. without Von Miller. That's just fact. Uh, and, and David Andrews, David Andrews, he's uh, according to him, he expects to play. No, so okay, that's a big thing. Yeah, and it sounds yeah. like Isaiah wins on the men too. So that's all good news. That's all good news, and you got to feel good about that. And I'm looking at the line here on Tipico, and with the way the Patriots' offense played against the Vikings, much improved. Looked really good. Again, shot out of a freaking cannon. Uh, and we know the Bills are going to score, even if even if Josh Allen's not right, even if he's turning it over, yeah. they're going to score points. The over-under in this game, Jordy, is 43 and a half. 43 and a half. <laughs> so if we think the Patriots have a, a chance to score some points against kind of a an injured and banged up Bills defense, shouldn't we look at the over? Shouldn't we look at the yes. over in this game? Do you think this is going to be some, there are going to be some points Maybe this game's played in the 20s. We hit the over. That might be a better bet than the spread. 
One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I mean, like like you just said, the, the Bills defense they just they haven't looked right, and teams are scoring on them. So I expect the Patriots to put up some points. You know, they they're finally rolling. Max looking more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, the Patriots are going to put up some points. But obviously, Josh Allen. You know, it, it, we can talk about picks or whatnot. He's going to figure it out and he's going to make plays. But it's just going to fall on that offense. Uh, to be able to match them, you know, they were able to match the Vikings. I think, I think, I think they can match the Bills here too. It's going to be a game, man. It's going to be a big one. Going to be a big one. If if you're betting the Patriots, I hope you did it when it was five, right? I hope well, plus five. That's a better <laughs> number. Uh, the line is yeah. moving towards the Pats. So if you want to take the points, like Jordy is, uh, you should bet them now. Bet them now because the line seems to be moving towards the Pats again. Bills are banged up. There's this weird illness spreading through the team, the locker room. You can read more about that on Patriots Wire. So. What does that mean for the Bills? Are they going to become? Are they going to be hooked up on IVs coming out of the tunnel? Like who knows? They got the flu bug or whatever. So things are trending towards the Patriots. The spread is trending towards the Patriots. It's moved to half point already. We'll see where it is at kickoff. Uh, but maybe the over. Maybe the over. Do you believe in Mac Jones and the Patriots? Was it not just a flash in the pan? Interesting. Interesting. Uh, must win though, Jordy, for them. The Patriots got to win this game to stay in the playoff hunt. I mean, right now as we stand, they're out of it, right? The Jets have passed us yeah. with their win, and they they got the great Mike White has resurrected their season. <laughs> do the Patriots need this game? Like, if they go to six and six, losing to the Bills, do you think playoffs are kind of it's kind of a you know a, a pipe dream at that point? I mean, you know, well, obviously, mathematically, they they would still have a shot, but I mean. You said it earlier when you're naming off those teams and those opponents that are coming up. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely a must win. Yeah. I mean, you're you you could you could probably take the Cardinals. It's obviously not going to be an easy game as well if you're struggling against mobile quarterbacks as Kyler Murray's back in there. And then obviously, you know, um, you get the Raiders. You should win that game. But man, the Bengals are playing really good football right now. That's that's a tough game at home. And then you got the Dolphins coming to town, and that team has been just unbelievably explosive. They're a Super Bowl contender, and then you have to go back on the road at Buffalo. So yeah, this is, this is a must win game. Um, it, it really, so it, you know, it, it really makes that game, that loss against the Vikings hurt even more. You, you can't, you kind of wish they were, they were able to pull that game out there, but yeah, yeah. The bills are coming to town. You got to win this game. Patriots. They need this game. Pain, man, pain. If they beat the Vikings, which they definitely had a chance to do, Jordy, to your point, you've won four straight, you know what? You're, you're seven and four, right? Yep. You're right there. You, you got momentum. Now you're playing the Bills who have not looked right. Like that's just, it changes the whole complexion. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Now the pressure's back on the Patriots to win this game at home against a team that's that's had your number in the, in the recent meetings, especially last year's playoff game. So uh, looking forward to it. The mini buy follows the Bills game, right? Mini buy. So the Patriots don't play again until Monday night uh, the following week against the Cardinals. And I mm-hmm. guess I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do over the next week after this one, Jordy, I'm going to watch all, I, I have not watched the hard knocks, the in-season hard knocks with the Cardinals, but I think I'm going to catch up on every episode I can. Uh, <laughs> and we, we might have to talk about that a little bit next week when we, we talk about the Cardinals game a little bit, because I can't, I, I just feel like with Cliff Kingsbury and those guys over there at the Cardinals, there's just, it's going to be hard not to pick the Patriots in that one with that freaking, <laughs> that freaking uh, regime over there. So I'm looking forward to catching up on the hard knocks. I know the in-season thing. I'm sure it's uh, pretty entertaining with the Cardinals over there, you know. So that's yeah. good. that'll be entertaining. I got I got my uh, brother-in-law's HBO Max login, so I'm gonna be uh, signing into that, and watching the Hard Knocks. 
Oh man, I'm going to have to get on that too. I have, I haven't had a chance to watch as well, but I've I've kind of heard some 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 really really good things. So I'll try to catch up, and we'll be on par with that for sure. So early kickoff Thursday night, another Thursday night game. It's coming right up here. It's crazy. It seems like the Patriots are playing every every night. It's great. It's fun. All prime uh, time too, man. Prime time, baby. In the yeah. spotlight. Yeah, it's not changing anytime soon. They got the the Cardinals on Monday night, then they got the Raiders on Sunday night, the following yes. week. So it, prime time all day for the Patriots. Can they beat the Bills and stay in this thing and give us a season and, and stay in it, stay in the thick of it? We'll see. Big game. Make sure you're checking out Jordy McElroy's content on Patriots Wire. That, that crew is doing a great job, as always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, of course. Thanks for subscribing and telling a friend. And we will be back next week to break down Pat's Bills. Whew. Man, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, for Jordy, I'm Ryan O'Leary. Catch you next week. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.